0: Today on CityCast Pittsburgh, it's almost bike-to-work day. There's a new kind of ride gracing our fair city, and Pittsburgh's biggest bicycle advocacy group, Bike Pittsburgh, thinks its extra pedal power could get a lot more people on the road and up our hills. Education manager Ted King-Smith is with us, and he's a big e-bike enthusiast. And stay with us to the end for today's election news. It's Wednesday, May 17th. I'm Megan Harris, and here's what Pittsburgh's talking about. Hey, Ted, I want to talk about something that you have written a lot about lately. It's a brand new e-bike guide for Bike Pittsburgh. I hope we're not blowing up your spot here, but tell me about Pittsburgh's newest commuting craze.
1: Yeah. So as as I like to tell people, you know, bike advocates in Pittsburgh have been working for 20 years to make uh, our streets safer and more accessible and more enjoyable for everyone to get around in. So that's people riding bikes. That's also pedestrians. It's also people using other forms of transportation. But there's one thing that bike advocates could never really fix about Pittsburgh, and that is our hills. Uh, And unless you stay along the river trails to get from one point to another you're going to have to go up and over some pretty steep hills. And And our city's a
0: triangle. You can get a lot of places on those trails, but it does not help you in the East end or the South side or into the North side. It's tough.
1: Absolutely. And, uh, you know, you'll, you'll notice, like, we have this amazing uh, system of river trails, but, you know, often people's workplaces aren't on them. Grocery stores aren't on them. Uh, You know, other, other uh, amenities that people need. So, uh, E-bike technology is like this excellent tool to get more people to ride bikes because it takes a lot of that effort out of steep hills. And, and especially if you're steep hills and you're going to that grocery store, you're lugging some groceries up a steep hill. All of a sudden you've got some help doing that. Uh, you can, now you can carry kids, uh, with, you know, special attachments, uh, to some e-bikes, so now you can actually take kids to preschool, you take kids to school, um, all sorts of things that you would have had to resort to a car or uh, you know other, or another form of transportation uh, other than using a bike. So now the bike has this kind of superpower, um, and that's something we're really excited about because it's going to get more people riding bikes.
0: Can you talk about that help component? Like for anyone who's maybe never been on one, um, I've only done it once in another city to look around and kind of check out a place that I wanted to get to a lot of places a little faster than I thought I could from foot power. Um, But if you haven't experienced it, um, what are those mechanics like?
1: So most e-bikes that you see that are sold as complete e-bikes are going to either have uh, what's called a mid-drive motor which is a motor at the crank set. And basically when you pedal, it gives you a little bit more power to your pedal stroke. So I, I liken it to, you know, if someone's playing an acoustic guitar, all of a sudden they plug it in, it's amplified. And if you, you know, if you don't want that assistance anymore, you can really just stop pedaling and it'll just roll like a regular bike. You can even turn the assistance off. It'll pedal just like your traditional bike does. And then uh, another form is a hub motor. And this can operate in a similar way where you pedal and it provides extra assistance, or it might also have what's called a throttle, which can be like a twist throttle, sort of like a a motorcycle or moped has. And you twist that throttle and that wheel is just gonna start turning. So you don't even have to pedal on those bikes.
0: So what's changed here in Pittsburgh? Because I feel like I'd really never seen one aside from like, you know, one or two every once in a while. And they were really kind of a spectacle and bulky and big. Um, But that's not really true anymore. I feel like I see two or three or four on my daily commute now. And it's kind of cool to suddenly see them on Pittsburgh streets.
1: Yeah, I, I think we're we're reaping the benefits of some really good technology, and I think that enabled some of these big brands to really start mass producing e-bikes and getting them out there at affordable price points, and getting them to bike shops so people could see them and test ride them and check them out. And now you have a proliferation of a lot of direct consumer e-bikes too that people were just able to click and buy over the internet for better or worse. So it's it's very easy to get your hands on. On a, on an e bike uh, these days, so it's a lot. So a lot of people are using them.
0: What is the price point for one of these now? Um, has it is it better than it used to be?
1: I would say the range for what I would call a reputable e bike is between eight hundred, nine hundred dollars, and uh, the sky's the limit. You know, twelve thousand dollars. <laughs> So,
0: but if you're thinking of it as a replacement for a car, you know, it's it's a motorized vehicle that you can use to get around the city and maybe take that that place. I don't know. It 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 makes it feel more attractive, maybe.
1: And yeah, and you want to think about all. If you really are replacing car trips, okay, now you're replacing the gas expense. You're replacing the wear and tear on your car. You're replacing parking costs. Yeah, uh, it's I, it, and the parking it can ticket really costs. That's right. Yes. <laughs> And that's the beauty of it, too, because, you know, it can go where on the street, it can go where a traditional bicycle can go. It can park where a traditional bicycle can park at a bike rack. And uh, you don't need a license to use one in the state of Pennsylvania. It's you you can use it the way you would use a bicycle.
0: Yeah. You mentioned the licensing. Is there any other, I don't know, sticky legal or um, considerations that folks should maybe think about um, when they're considering one of these things?
1: So the big things to think about in Pennsylvania is that, one, uh, a user of an e-bike must be 16 years of age or older. And then also, as far as the the Pennsylvania state definition of an e-bike, we're we're looking at a bike that has has 750 watts of power or less. Uh, That's usually marked a reputable e-bike is going to have that power uh, listed. And then you're looking at things like the assist speed of the bike. It can't be assisted faster than 20 miles an hour. Now, you could point it down a hill and you could pedal and you'll probably go faster than that. But you can't yeah. assist the bike. The, the assistance itself will stop helping you after 20 miles an hour. Um, so those are oh, some of the legal... Oh, can detect that. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a simple system. Uh, it has a sensor, but it can tell once you hit a certain speed. And it'll stop giving you assistance.
0: What about maintenance? Is it harder with the battery and all that?
1: Maintenance of an e-bike is not radically different from maintenance of your traditional bicycle. Uh, Basically, just just like any bike, keep it clean. Keep the chain lubed. Check your tires. Check your brake pads. Uh, The main difference you're going to be looking at is that battery. You're going to want to remove that battery. Store it in a place where it's out of direct sunlight where it's uh, out of freezing temperatures. Uh, And remember with lithium ion batteries, charge that battery and make sure it's attended when you charge it. Don't leave it plugged in in your house unattended. Um, On reputable e-bike batteries, there's a battery management system which will make sure that it doesn't overheat when it's charging. However, you don't wanna take any chances.
0: Do you think that people are getting e bikes here in Pittsburgh for fun or to commute? Like, are they, you know, like if you're going to work, I can imagine you might arrive a little less sweaty after an e bike ride, um, especially at the height of summer.
1: Anecdotally, I think we're seeing both. Uh, I think we're seeing people who have been biking all their lives and they're like, yes, I want this extra functionality for just like leisure bike riding. I think it's helping people kind of extend their bike riding careers uh, as they get a little bit older. And then people are also using it as a form of transportation. I have have friends who take their kids to elementary school with a big box in the front of their bike. Uh, People, you know, we we have a bike that we call the car bike. We generally just take it to Aldi or uh, to Home Depot just to load it up. So it's really nice to be able to replace car trips with it. And we're definitely seeing that.
0: Is the road sharing etiquette different at all, you know, for the way you might behave on a traditional bike, um, especially in car traffic or heavier trafficked areas?
1: So on the road, the laws in Pennsylvania are essentially the same for a user of a traditional bike and the user of an e-bike. I think where, uh, where etiquette really comes into play is when we get onto our bike trails and we're talking our paved bike trails, like our Three Rivers Heritage Trail network there is a speed limit. A lot of people aren't aware, of but there's a speed limit of 15 miles per hour. And you know, a traditional bicycle can definitely break that if someone's like, you know, really going Really for pushing, it yeah. Really pushing. Uh, but an e-bike can, can break that speed very easily, sometimes holding down the throttle. So users really need to be mindful of that speed differential when they're passing other users. So they should be very, they should be, you know, really not speeding on those, those trails. And if they're passing other users, they're passing on the left, with ample space, ringing their bell, letting people know they're coming. Um, those are this, this, those common courtesies that really all sort of like bike trail users should already know. Uh, it's really, you know, it, it becomes very prevalent when you have that speed differential with e-bikes. And then, you know, once you get off the paved trails, you get to unpaved non-motorized trails. It's really important for users of say like at e-mountain bikes to really know the laws of you know the the land owner of a place, whether it's like DCNR or, our, uh, you know state uh, state park, um, to really know whether e-bikes are allowed or not. Sometimes there will be stipulations, no e-bikes or just class one e-bikes. So those pedal assist e-bikes with only twenty miles per hour of assistance. So it's very important to be mindful of that that etiquette and also to know whether your bike is allowed in the place where you're riding.
0: Yeah, totally. Well, it sounds like you are a proponent of e-bikes. Um, that you might recommend one. I know you've got a new guide coming out through Bike Pittsburgh. Um, where can folks find that?
1: Yeah, we have uh, the brand new e-bike Pgh guide, um, which we've been working on for several months now. is actually being printed as we speak. Uh, <laughs> fingers crossed, you will you will see it very soon at any of our Bike Pittsburgh events where we're tabling. Uh, mm-hmm. and that's just a you know brochure size size guide the goal was to really give as much information to the e-bike curious as possible why we think they're a great idea what the different definitions of e-bikes are what the laws are what the etiquette is some basic kind of care uh, you know care and grooming of your e-bike how to take care <laughs> of it make sure it works well knowing how to take care of your battery which is a huge issue you might have heard about Uh, And really just making sure that people are, you know, informed uh, and given all the information that they need to make good choices when they purchase e-bikes, when they use e-bikes, when they maintain their e-bikes so that they can stay safe and they can have a really good experience with them.
0: And I assume those e-bikes are also welcome at Bike to Work events on Friday. Um, Where are you hoping that folks meet up um, and what can they expect from the events this week?
1: Yeah, we're we're really excited uh, for Bike to Work Day on Friday. Uh, It was a little rainy last year. The forecast this year is looking like really great, like (laughs) best Pittsburgh weather ever, like 70s and sunny. So uh, it's going to be a really good bike to work day. We are going to pop up at two different commuter cafes in the morning, and we're going to have some free breakfast, snacks, and coffee. And then after work, you can visit us again. Uh, We're going to have two different kind of commuter happy hours. So definitely come pay us a visit at a at any of those.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, We'll have a full list of all of those details um, in our show notes and in our Hey Pittsburgh newsletter. Ted King-Smith, thank you so much for educating us as always on what's going on at Bike Pittsburgh. Um, I guess I'll see you on the road.
1: Yeah, hope so.
0: If you do hit up Bike to Work Day, make sure you tag CityCast Pittsburgh on Twitter or Instagram for a chance to be featured in our channels. We just got some new stickers and we'd love to send some to you. Nothing makes us happier than seeing Yen's wear this stuff out in the wild. Also, open streets is almost upon us. If you've never been a part of it, it's where roads are closed to car traffic, but you can still walk or ride anything with wheels to places that you wouldn't normally get to access that way. It's super cool. The first one is Sunday, May 28th. From 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., it'll run from Akersher Stadium across the Warhol Bridge through downtown, down 10th Street Bridge, and onto Carson Street. So three neighborhoods, two bridges, and the Armstrong Tunnel. I'm pretty sure that makes a Pittsburgh bingo. Lead producer Mallory Falk has got the big news today, our election results.
3: Yeah, we have two official candidates for the very crowded, very complicated county executive race. There were six Democrats, but Sarah Inamorado won out. She's a sitting state representative and works with the Housing Authority and the Urban Redevelopment Authority. During the campaign, she got a bunch of union support and was considered the more progressive candidate. She's been a champion for affordable housing, raising the minimum wage, workforce development, reproductive health care, and the environment. Joe Rocky was the only Republican, so we knew he'd move on to the general election in November. He's a retired risk officer for PNC Bank, a centrist mostly, and he's been supported by the county's first executive, Jim Roddy. Remember, like most cities, Pittsburgh leans left, but since this is a county election, all bets are off. And moving on, there were some other important county races. Big news for the district attorney's office. Public defender Matt Dugan actually won out over longtime incumbent Steven Zapala. Dugan played well with reformers. His priorities include free and better routes to record expungement. Bail reform, and support for children to keep them out of the juvenile justice system. Zapala was vying for his seventh term. County controller does what it sounds like controls basically any office that takes county money. Corey O'Connor beat out Darwin Luba. And county treasurer, which actually collects and invests our money, goes to Erica Brusselars over Anthony Coghill. And we're just scratching the surface here. For an expanded list of winners in our region, including city council, school board, and more, definitely check out our Hey Pittsburgh newsletter.
0: That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. If you're liking the show, please tell someone, rate us, and leave us a really nice review. We like to hear from you. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Talk to you soon. I can definitely tell you are a bike shop expat.
1: Yeah. I you know it's 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 always a part of you just like the grease under your fingernails you can't get rid of <laughs> <laughs>